Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and Fire Emblem Franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. It's good. We're back. Two weeks. Two weeks exactly. And we uh, we are going to talk about some new heroes just by the skin of our teeth. Just getting right, right at the finish line there start line i don't know sports metaphor it's gonna be close they're not in the game yet but the trailer has been released and we uh coming to the game tuesday morning so exactly morning wednesday morning keep forgetting today is monday right and this might even be posted by uh before the heroes arrive but uh we were able to glean all the information from the trailer and even some skills from the Tempest Trials uh, notice in-game. I'm going to thank Eddie for that one in advance. But uh, we are going to talk about those heroes in just a little bit. But as always, we start with the banners. Running right now is the Weekly Revival 17 and 36 banners. Risk and Reward goes until the 8th. Heroes with Bonfire goes until the 9th. Festival in Hoshido, a 4-star Special Hero Revival banner, goes until the 11th. Legendary Heroes Deirdre goes until the 13th. Weave of Fate goes until the 15th, and Tempest Trials goes until the 16th. Eddie, as always, I want to know, how did your summoning go over the last couple weeks? Uh, I did summon on the Deirdre banner. I ended up getting a Fae on the way to the Spark um, on that banner. I ended up sparking for Deirdre and got a boosted Nephany before ending up breaking my pity rate uh, with a spare ash on a orb ring with no blue orbs. Very good. Because I kept focusing to try and get a uh, Deirdre with uh, boons and banes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I I haven't done much summoning these past few weeks, but I, I did get a Mythic Murr off the Legendary Banner uh, on my free summon. But uh, as for next our next episode, I'll likely have some summons. For some reasons, we're going to go over in just a little bit. But also, I have some sparks to finish, and I just am waiting to renew my Fate Pass. Uh, I'm going to have to renew a little earlier than I anticipated because I I left I left uh, I left the uh, what is it? The the thieves banner. I should have I should have prioritized that one um, because it, it because the spark relied on the fey pass. So I am likely going to subscribe a little earlier than than I would have normally done because I think the current hero running is. Uh, Long Ku. Long Ku. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, don't get me wrong. He looks great. It's just um, wasn't enough for me to to resubscribe. But I, I guess I am now. It was close. Like I was. I usually like to take a, a break for a little bit in between uh, resubscribing. So, yep. Not this time. Uh yes. But before we get to that point, uh, we do have a couple more things, and I think it's usually the tenth. So that's what I'm expecting. But before. The next resplendent hero, who we'll cover in a minute. We do have a few more things on the calendar. Not much left as the it's winding down. Of course, the new Bite of Flame banner that uh, is the new special heroes. Uh, and all that goes along with it will launch in the next few days with the Tempest Trial starting the same day and all of that on the 7th. After that, on the 8th, we have a new round of Summer Duels R in a Tethys and Ewan Bound Hero Battle Revival. And a new hero's Banner Revival and the Associated Forging Bonds uh, with for the Ascended Fjorm Banner uh, will be on the 9th. And the calendar winds down on the 10th with the new Power Banner for the update coming in a 
couple days. Uh, but as mentioned, we do have another uh, Resplendent Hero coming, Ephraim, Restoration Lord. After long coup, we have our next Resplendent Hero dressed in garb from Jotunheimer, and that is Ephraim. Uh, and I didn't double-check the exact date he's due up, but it's usually the 10th, I believe. So that's when I was going off of. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, that sounds about right. Um, I think there's five days left right now as of this recording in the Fae Pass uh for long coup so um yeah 10th feels feels right uh yeah that 9th at 11 p.m and so yeah 10th 2 a.m on the 10th very good because that's pacific time is when ephraim launches mm-hmm. um well let's uh get to the main uh well not the main event but what what is in the game right now that we can talk about uh that we're going to talk about first which is the legendary deirdre banner Running on the red, we have Legendary Seleth, Hugh, and Galzus. Uh, on the blue orb, we have Legendary Deirdre joined by Legendary Fae and Legendary Myr. On the green orb, there's Triandra, Thor, and Fallen Gustav. And on the colorless orb, we have Legendary Corin, Female, Ash, and Fallen Rhea. Yep, yeah, uh, Legendary Deirdre, uh, Faded Saint. Deirdre from the first half of Genealogy gets the legendary treatment this month as a blue earth attack tome infantry unit. She wields the spirit forest writ, which boosts her special trigger, has dragon effectiveness, and if she is within three spaces of an ally, inflicts attack res minus six on foe during combat. She gets to make a guaranteed follow-up attack, and it disables skills that lower uh, target lower the lower defenses, uh, or lower of defenses. And also, if her resistance is greater than her foe's resistance at the start of combat, it inflicts a penalty on foe's attack res uh, during combat equal to uh, 80% of the difference, max of 12. Her legendary skill is called Circlet of Balance and is a special skill with a cooldown of 2, boosts her special, and it boosts her special damage by 40% of her res, and it grants her the miracle effect if... Both these uh, factors are met, where her or her foe's special is ready or her special triggered during combat, and she initiated combat, or her foe is attacking from a range of two. If she, she also has another new skill called Attack Res Tempo, which at max tier inflicts Attack Res minus three on foe and neutralizes effects that grant special cooldown charge plus X to foe, or inflict her with special cooldown charge minus X. During combat, she rounds out her skills with the Tier 4 Still Water and Attack Res Menace. All right. Very good. Uh, so, again, we're going to sound like a broken record. It would be fantastic to know more about Deirdre through uh, her game, Genealogy of the Holy War. One can hope that at some point a Nintendo Direct grants us our wishes, but um, <laughs> we don't have to get into that. While we chase our pipe dreams and hope on hopes uh, with no proof, but just blind hopes, <laughs> uh, these units will be coming back at a time so we can get our hands on Deirdre some more. Uh, in November, she'll be returning on the Legendary Banner then. Uh, in December, Mer will be coming back. February of next year, Sela, Faye, Thor, and Ash will be returning. March of next year is when Corrin makes their next return. Uh, next appearance with Triandra waiting until April of next year to come back again. Mm-hmm. 
I was going to say, before we move into the special heroes that are going to be arriving in the game, the art for Deirdre, and I don't know if you get this vibe as well, but I I get the vibe from this art that it feels very old school Fire Emblem concept art style. Like it's it's that style. It matches like the modern take on our heroes. Like, it, it, you know, it's not quite um, NES Marth concept art, but it's just it's got that feel to it that feels like old school Fire Emblem, you know, Um okay. I don't know if you get that vibe as well, but I just I, I find that they usually they usually give the legendary heroes like a similar look and feel. But this one feels like a little more. I don't know. There's something about it that just feels more uh, like a like a Super NES concept art style. You know, I will take your word for it. I mean, I can't control your feelings. It. I mean, I, I see how it I could see how it has like a slightly older. I'm not sure I'd go as far back as NES or Super NES. Mm-hmm. And you can see how it ha- feels like it has kind of a vintage style to it. I think so, vintage so. is the right word, you know, like kind of, you know, like Final Fantasy, like old school Final Fantasy had that type of concept art, like specific type of, you know, uh, look and feel. I don't know, but you're right. Vintage is the better word. It's not necessarily like NES, Super NES type concept art, but yeah, you're right. Vintage. It it's just it's cool. I love it. Uh, again, I wish we could play these games, and we'll put it out there one more time as we uh, complete the. I know it wasn't a GameCube game, so it's likely not to show up on the next Nintendo Direct. So, um, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, let us look at the next piece of news we have here, which is version uh, six point nine that is going to be arriving. Oh well, it should be out by the time you hear this. And we've got first up a weapon refinery update for Har, which is going to receive a weapon skill plus refine. While Sothis, Brave Lysithia, Brave Dimitri, Legendary Julia, Brave Edelgard, and Brave Claude all receive weapon refines. So you've got last year's, no, two years ago's uh, CYL heroes getting a refine. Which is standard. They usually yeah. do that around this time. Once the uh, free summon goes away, they offer the refine, uh, the guaranteed free summon. Uh. So, which still makes it hard to believe that those four are that old. <laughs> well, I had to think because I, I know last year was, um, well, Gatekeeper was a big one. And I'm trying to remember yep. the other three houses hero that was on there. Uh, Marianne. Yeah, Marianne. Okay, yeah. And I should know that because there was a voting on it that had them all in it. So, uh, anyways, uh, what else we got here? The combat manual refresh, uh, that's happening as well. Um, those heroes that will be included there for the five star are dancer Quan and dancer Reinhardt on the four star. You've got Easter Luthier, uh, Abel, Muriel, Norn, and Felicia. So that's your combat manuals. Uh, as mentioned in the Weapon Refine, Legendary Julia and Mythic Sophis will receive updated skills alongside their Weapon Refines. So they're going to be getting some new skills. And, and you know, Eddie and I, uh, we always yeah, say... Yeah, they're going to be the uh, remixed units coming up. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. So they're getting, um, it looks like, uh, at least a new skill and like an upgraded skill for each of them. Does that sound right? Yep, that's, that's right. usually what you get when they remix them. So yeah, that fits perfect and i guess they're getting weapon refines at the same time which is nice yeah so a good 
solid upgrade for those those legendary and mythic heroes. Um, you know, standard updates to Hero's Journey, Summoner Duels, and Aether Raids. Check the patch notes for those. Uh, and Summer Seth and Brigand Boss will be available for Heroic Rails. So if you didn't get uh, Brigand Boss, the much-anticipated generic uh, bad to be honest, guy... I might have forgotten to grab him because, you know, I mean, he's so important, but it just... <laughs> no. I, for, yeah. I, I got him, but I, you know, funny enough... Uh, I did not get uh, Gerald, which or yeah, which is weird because he was like, I was I was going on in the episode about how wow, I'm surprised they didn't save him for a banner, and then there I go, uh, not getting him. Recall <laughs> correctly, wasn't Har a, uh, a heroic rail unit? Uh, that's a good like a question. temp trial or a GHB. I I don't. Is there an easy way to check? Let me see. Don't know. So uh, I guess you check heroic rails and see if he's in there. No, game, that that would but... that would take. Oh, you know what? Yeah, now that I look at him, he's definitely yeah. He's a Grand Hero Battle Unit. So just for everyone okay. at home, GamePress.gg uh, slash fe heroes. It's a great way to find out right away. They so they note it right on the uh, right on right on the 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 hero art. So Grand Hero Battle for sure. And that's interesting that he's getting a refine as a Grand Hero Battle Unit. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, and if you look at some of the Grand Hero Battle and. Um, uh, Tempest Trial units, they are getting pretty decent weapons at times, so, sometimes. Speaking of Tempest Trials, as we mentioned earlier, we do have a new special Heroes banner coming called Bite of Flame and Tempest Trials to go with it. Uh, the random themes continue, at, it, as it does not... At, 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 at. I'll learn English one of these days, maybe. Uh, the random themes continue, as it does appear the Dancer banners are no longer going to be a yearly thing. Uh, if I recall correctly, last year we had the Genealogy Scion banners, uh, and this year we have another themed banner for, here for the, this time for the Flame Tribe of Hoshido, basing the outfits off of Rinka from Fire Emblem Fates, as she is the main representative of her tribe in those games. I think we might bump into her father at some point, or the chieftain of the tribe, uh, but, um, can't recall for sure, it's been a while. Uh, so she's the main one we meet. And, of course, she does get to represent her homeland on, on the banner, although she gets relegated to the four-star unit on the banner and is joined by a mixture of other units from various games along the series. Mm-hmm. Kicking things off, we've got Lynn Blazing Whirlwind. Lynn returns with yet another special hero alt. I did not go back and count how many, but I'm sure it's it's definitely five plus. Like seven or eight? Yeah, it's up there. It's under 10, more than five. Seven or eight sounds about right. Um, this time as a Lance Infantry Hero wielding Fire Flight Lance, which accelerates special trigger, cooldown count minus one. At start of combat, if unit's HP is greater than or equal to 25%, grants attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance plus five to unit during combat. Deals damage equal to 15% of foe's attack, and also if unit speed is greater than or equal to foe's speed minus 4, inflicts special cooldown count. Um, uh, sorry, what do I got here? I messed myself up. Uh, inflicts special cooldown charge minus 1 on foe per attack. Only the highest value applied does not stack. At start of combat, if unit's HP is greater than or equal to 25%, grants special cooldown count minus 1 to unit and allies within 4 spaces of unit after combat. 
she has two new skills, with the first being in the special slot called Godlike Reflexes, which is a three-charge special, where if unit speed is greater than or equal to foe's speed minus four and unit special is ready or unit's special triggered during combat, deals damage equal to 15% of unit speed. When special triggers, reduces damage from foe's attack by 40%. Special triggers only if unit speed is greater than or equal to foe's speed minus 4. Her other new skill is in the A slot called Verdict of Sakae, where if unit is within 4 spaces of an ally, grants bonus to unit's attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance during combat equal to x times 4 plus 4, where x is equal to the number of allies within 4 spaces to a maximum bonus of plus 12. And also, if unit's special is ready or unit special triggered before or during combat, unit deals plus 5 damage, excluding area of effect specials. And when unit deals damage to foe during combat, restores 7 HP to unit, triggers even if 0 damage is dealt. Rounding out her kit is Shield Pulse 3 in the B slot and Speed Smoke 4 in the C slot. A lot of uh, speed-dependent stuff there, so... Yep. Although that, um... A slot skill is pretty powerful. If I'm reading it right, it's a minimum of four and up to 12. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you're going to want to make sure Lynn has a lot of speed with this one. And essentially like her weapon, her special and her A slot all depend on you having, getting more bonuses. It sounds like the special won't even trigger if your speed is too low, but I'm assuming she has. Yep. A pretty good speed um Lynn is there. usually a speedy and i did look it up she has seven other versions there you go. Um, maybe more if there's a version where she's as the second character in a pairing but i don't think there is one of those no i think she uh, is one duo and it's uh the ninja yeah that that's was the, the ninja special. one where she was the lead and florina was joining her yeah so yep but yeah seven where lynn is the lead character already so this is the eighth lynn so you're right you were on point yep. there. I watched some videos going over it, and I think someone else said it was eight, and I was hadn't verified it, so that's why I wasn't hundred percent certain. But mm-hmm. yeah. But speaking of someone who doesn't have anywhere near as many alts, uh, but is getting their first alt here is new spell Raging Inferno. The dragon god of the land named after him gets a special unit, just like Niffle did on the Summer Banner. Though being a fire-based guy, he feels more at home with the Flame Tribe than Niffle did with the Summer Banner. Uh, he joins here as a colorless dragon cavalry unit. He wields Breath of Flame, which was his special trigger. At the start of the turn, if his special is at its maximum, he gets a cooldown count minus one. If he initiates combat or is within two spaces of an ally, he gets attack plus six and att- inflicts attack minus six on foe during combat, makes a guaranteed follow-up attack, and reduces the percentage of foe's non-special skills that reduce damage by X percentage by 50%. Uh, all on top of the usual Dragonstone effect. Uh, so they give an example in the weapon description, and it's not that he removes 50% from the total, but he cuts it in half. So if you have 40% damage reduction, it only, you only get 20% of it. If you have Their example is if you have 45, you get 23. So they round up for the damage reduction on the other enemy side. He does come with his unique skill from his original version, Domain of Flame. He also has a new Tier 4 skill called Dragon's Wrath, which reduces damage from foe's first attack by 25%. 25%. If his attack is greater than his foe's resistance, 
is first attack deals damage equal to 25% of units attack minus foe's resistance during combat. He also fills out his kit with Moonbow and Tier 4 Attack Defense Catch. It was uh, it was really cool to see him get added as a special. I mean, it makes perfect sense for this banner. Um, uh, although the Fire Emblem Heroes subreddit would would have rather seen a couple of other uh, characters added in as well. That would make perfect yeah. sense. I think it was uh, Arvis and um, another uh, original content hero, the bad guy from Book Two. Oh, why Suter? I think is yeah Suter. Yeah, so. Suter. Surter. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, well, as this banner kind of shows, is they aren't fully determined to worry about making sense with this stuff, seeing as Lynn has absolutely nothing to do with fire and flame. She's more wind. And Tana and Peony, as far as I know, don't have any real connection to it. And, heck, Niffle got a summer banner, and she's the god of ice, so it would have made more sense to have uh, Muspel get a Christmas banner. Well, hey, Christmas is around the corner. Maybe that'll happen. <laughs> I think you just put a prediction out there. I doubt it because I don't think they're going to do two new spell alts in a year, but it's possible. It is possible. Uh, well, next up we have Rinka Consuming Flame, which is the four-star hero on the banner. Receiving her first special hero alt, Rinka is the daughter of the Flame Tribe's chieftain in Fire Emblem Fates. Rinka is a sword infantry hero wielding flame goodbye plus, where at start of combat, if unit's HP is greater than or equal to 25%, grants attack slash defense plus 5 to unit, and inflicts penalty on foe's attack slash defense during combat equal to 20% of unit's defense at start of combat. No new skills, as I said, since she is the four-star hero on the banner, but rounding out her kit is pivot as an assist, Attack slash speed ideal three in the A slot and odd tempest three in the C slot. Um, kind of weird for literally the daughter of the flame tribes uh, chieftain to be the four star hero. I, I feel like you could have. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, this this um event's all about you and your uh you know your tribe. You get the worst crap to wear to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it might be a fancy outfit, but it's like the cra- crappiest of it. Yeah, I was going to say, her I saw art that is from the good. beginning. It's like of all the people that it makes sense to have a powerful alt here. Oh, yeah, her art, art is great. But of all the people that it makes sense to have a be on this banner and have a decent alt, you give her the worst kit and the four star. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. I a lot of people were commenting on that uh, at, at the announcement for this. And it's just it's like, uh, you know, I like Fates is probably. I mean, I don't, honestly, I don't even know how to explain how you come across, how you kind of figure this out on intelligent systems side. Like it, it just, of all the heroes, I guess if you look at the rest of the banner, like who do you, who do you demote to four stars? You know, like Lynn? Me, probably? Um, yeah, of the ones, I mean, I, Lynn and Tana are the two that I would say don't need a five star. But out of all of them and based on Fire Emblem's past behavior, Tanner is more likely than Lynn, but she's a duo hero, so they can't have her be the fourth star. You know? Yeah. So Lynn would really be the only other option. So I, I am I'm not saying I I understand their reasoning behind Rinka being them, because Rinka and Mordecai, the two that, you know, aren't in IS's eyes the 
top tier or the, you know, money makers or however you want to word it, mm-hmm. you know, is are the two that get the lower tier, lower level stuff. But I mean, it's it's Flame Tribe Banner. Either don't have Rinka or have her be a five star. Yeah, you know, you don't have to have every single Lin that comes out be a five star only. In fact, Lin fans would love to have a easier to get access to uh, Lin. I'm sure there would be a number of people who would spend the extra orbs to plus ten Lin if she was the four star, and still give her a decent kit. You know, you've had four stars with good kits. Look at Claude. He got the four star treatment and still had his legendary skill. I'm not one to to plus ten any of my characters, but with that being said, like I think that you're right. Like I I think with this banner, uh, you know, I'll, I'm fine as someone who is a Lin fan. Like I don't think we needed an eighth alt on this banner. There are still plenty of other special hero banners that we could, you know, bring yeah. her back. Um, but. I would have moved Rinka into the five star, you know, side of things and and found another hero probably outside of Lynn. I mean, I'm fine with Lynn being on this banner for sure, but I, I think as the community has pointed out, there are other great Flame Tribe heroes to to throw to throw in here. Flame related. I think technically Rink is the only actual Flame Tribe per se. Right. Maybe right. some other game has a quote unquote flame tribe. But um but looking but you, you say you don't usually five ten plus ten heroes, and that makes sense. But which are you more likely to try to plus ten? A five-star Lin that has only five-star rates, or a four-star Lin? Do you have a higher chance of getting, you know, seven or eight, or, you know, seven or eight extra on top of two or three five-stars to max out? Well, you know? yeah, definitely. There, there might be people yeah. who would never go to five-star or plus ten intentionally a five-star hero, who might spend a hundred or two hundred dollars to try to five star a four star version of Lynn or plus ten a four star version of Lynn? Mm-hmm. You know, you might get a couple who are right on that border. So, but no, they they want to keep Lynn as five star only forever, which it's their choice. Yeah, I just feel Rinka deserved more on this banner. Rep, you know, honoring her family. I hundred percent agree. Yep. As we already hinted at, the last uh, unit on the banner is Tana, uh, joined by Peony as a harmonic duo. Uh, Soothing Warmth is their title. They join as the new harmonic hero, a green flying dagger duo. Their harmonic skill grants resonance blades to them and all allies from the same games as them, Heroes and Sacred Stones. Also grants the unit with the highest HP within two spaces from those titles who has already acted excluding themselves, another action. This works on singers and dancers, but does not work if two units both meet the requirements. So if you have two characters within two spaces, the same amount of health, no one gets a bonus move. Uh, They wield the Kindling Taika, which has a dagger 7 effect, boosts their special trigger. At the start of the turn, grants Kanto 1 to unit and all allies within two spaces of the unit for one turn. And at the start of the turn, if they have at least a quarter or more health, it grants attack speed plus six to unit during combat, neutralizes effects that prevents units follow-up attacks, and also if unit initiates combat against a blue, green, or colorless foe, grants bonus to units attack equal to 20% of their attack at the start of combat 
inflicts a penalty on the foe's attack equal to 20% of their attack at the start of the combat. Uh, they have a new skill called Speed Defense Hold, which inflicts speed defense minus 4 on foes within 3 spaces during combat. They also come with Glimmer, Tier 4 Attack Speed Catch, and Wind Sweep. Um, when I watched the trailer uh, this morning, I was like, who are these heroes? I, I didn't recognize them. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I was actually of the same mindset. It's like, who the hell is Tana? And then I saw Sacred Stones. I don't remember Tana in Sacred Stones. And then after a few more seconds, I realized, oh, wait, she's the Pegasus Knight that you get early on who has the Archer brother. <laughs> right. The second set of lords that's in the game. Well, I, when I when I paid a little more attention, I, I think Tana, you know, came to mind pretty quick. But then they, so because we're watching this from the YouTube uh trailer they don't they don't list the other hero from what i mm-hmm. and maybe i missed oh it. yeah they they almost never list the other hero you might get uh them mentioned in the uh quotes at the end when they're talking about the event or whatever the battles but they do they almost never list the second hero in the banner yeah you know, someone might reference them and even in the discussion they won't name them specifically you know, yeah. I was really confused but, on that one. I was like, who is that? And then I had to look it up. And then even be- when I was working on the notes, uh, because I didn't have the character for our notes, I had question mark in there instead of Peony. And I and I again, I went to the subreddit and was kind of poking around and, and people were talking about the other character. I did not recognize her. I mean, you can tell that she's a, one of the you know fairies from book three or was it four? No, four, I think. Um and of the fairies we have, she's the only one that fits as Peony, even if it doesn't look like her a ton. But Yeah. And and again, like we don't so because of when we're recording, we don't have like the artwork from the Meet the Heroes website. They haven't been added there yet. So, you know, yep, the only look we have is from Serene, the trailer. Serene's Forest is being a little slow about getting the details up about this one. Yeah. Because they're waiting for the banner to actually drop or something. Maybe. I mean, it could also be, it could be because it's the holiday. You never know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, so that's your duo hero for the banner. Um, you also have the final hero uh, as part of the Tempest Trials, which is Mordecai, uh, Gentle Fire Tender. Mordecai from Radiant Dawn gets an alt in the Tempest Trials as a green beast infantry unit. He wields Fiery Fang, which has the usual beast transformation rules. And when transformed, he gets attack plus two, seven extra damage when his special triggers, and neutralizes effects that grant special cooldown charge plus X to foe or inflict special cooldown charge minus X to unit. It also grants him defense plus three at the start of combat uh, if he has 25% or more health. Uh, oh, I think well, no, the defense plus three is automatic, then yeah. comma, at the start of combat. Yeah, you're right. At the start of combat, if he has 25% or more health, it grants him attack slash defense plus six during combat, inflicts a penalty during combat on foe's attack slash defense equal to 20% of his defense, and foe cannot make a follow-up attack. As a Tempest Trials unit, he has no new skills, but does come with smite, uh, fortify, defense slash resistance, and attack slash defense gap. So it might be fortress, but in the notification, they just said fort defense slash resistance. Again, I should not assume. Uh, I should just. I should just go with the notes. Well, I don't know for sure whether the um, what exactly the game is indicating, but you know, I think it's meant to be fortress defense resistance, but it might be fortify. Okay. 
Well, there you go. Um, you know, we usually wait for uh, the banner to be in the game so we can play it and we have more information. But this is like live. They don't like want to wait, make you wait two weeks. No, or, you know, come out in two days or one day and a half. Exactly. So it is nice to cover it like fresh, like have this, you know, talk about it. But we just we had to. Re- this is the first time we've really done this, I think, in a while. And we just had to rely on the in-game information. We we usually sometimes get a day maybe. Uh, but yeah, trailer dropped this morning. So we had to we had to get the information where we could find it. So, yep. Yeah, so that is the new heroes. You'll be able to summon those in uh, a few short days, depending on when you listen to this. But a brand new special heroes uh, theme, which uh, they seem to be adding um, some some new ones every once in a while. So, like, I think this has been a good year for new special hero themes. Like, no no picnic banner. So we didn't have a dud like that. Oh, picnic banner was a one time only thing and that's like two or three years old at this point but yes i was just trying to think of the last like special heroes banner that kind of landed with a thud and i think that's the first one that came to mind was the picnic banner um i mean depending on what you like and what your interests are there are plenty that could have landed with thuds maybe you didn't like the uh plegia one maybe you don't like the um didn't like last month's the thief focused banner oh the, you know, there the might thief be those who cool. hated all the you know, regular dancer banners we've been getting over the years, which I think stopped last year. Yeah. So to each their own. But, it's it's very much a personal thing. It's my my it's, personal opinion is I think that the random special hero banner themes that they've been coming up with this year have been very good. So keep up the great work on that part. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we leave for this episode, just a quick update for the Outrealm Gate and Game Club. Uh, we are planning to do a special discussion for Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE. And to confirm how many of those discussions we have, what we're going to be talking about, how we're going to be talking about it, Ryan needs to boot the game up. So uh, that is my homework for this month and Eddie's homework as well. And we will have more details on when and what we'll be talking about very soon. I've booted the game up just oh. because I was watching videos of the early game stuff and lot of music videos because this game does lean heavily into the entertainment aspect mm-hmm. uh but you know it reminded me how anime ga- this game truly is they got you know that classic anime transformation suit scene great complete with uh jiggle physics where it doesn't logically shouldn't logically be yeah we'll uh we will discuss the game uh at some point in the near future maybe october I'd like to I'd like to have a discussion in October, but we will certainly announce our plans in September. So stay tuned for that. Uh, you can visit us on the web, gamersinpodcast.com slash Fay. Email the show, Faye at gamersinpodcast.com. You can check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. That is the best place to chat about Fire Emblem. Uh, with Eddie and I. You can also follow us on Twitter. You can find me at R. Murphy, Eddie at Dralfear. And don't forget to follow at the Gamers Inn for show updates. Be sure to check out serenesforest.net, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. It's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great couple weeks and happy summoning. <laughs>